Welcome to the Hot Seat, powered by Affordable Staff, David Judge. And here we are at Season 2, Episode 15 of the Hot Seat. And as of recording or showing this episode, there are only four episodes left in the season. And it's been an amazing journey. So... We release a new episode every second Tuesday and we talk to industry influencers that have worked hands-on in the real estate industry and we find out where they see current and future trends and what you can do about it to support and grow your business. Now, in today's interview, we're fortunate enough to be interviewing Brad Filipponi, who is one of the co-founders behind a company called BoxBrownie.com. So if you haven't heard of it before, what is BoxBrownie.com? From the website, it says, this is quoted from their website, Professional, high-quality, photo editing, virtual staging, floor plan redraws, renders, and virtual renovation at unbeatable prices. Guys, that's a tongue twister. Now, Brad's business is used in used by clients in 75 countries as of recording this episode, and they are considered to be one of the market leaders in the industry for, for photography. So in our interview, we caught up with Brad in a room that backed into a, onto a beach that had about a dozen kids playing in the background in the sand, uh, which made for an interesting yet awesome interview. And if you're actually just listening to this, you'll be able to hear them playing the whole time. Okay, so some of the highlights that we discussed during the interview include the challenge of marketing for real estate agents and how Australians set the standard for the rest of the world when it comes to marketing. The initial growth of BoxBrownie.com through an editorial in Inman and how that has flowed onto Brad and others within BoxBrownie.com attending 15 conferences a month across Australia, USA, Chile, Brazil, UK, France and other countries. New software and innovations and how they're going to disrupt the industry and whether or not it will mean that you need to still have face-to-face relationships. And what is HDR in photography, how you can use it to create million dollar images and how smartphones will be the new standard in real estate photography. I have to say that Brad goes at a million miles an hour, as do all the guys at BoxBrownie.com if you follow them on Facebook. And it's really good to interview a genuine person that is smashing it in business, is well-traveled globally, and to take those gained insights and share this real-world advice with our listeners in a casual interview on the beach. Anyway, let's listen to the episode and roll it. Hello, David here from the Hot Seat Powered by Affordable Staff, and I have... Have a judge. And we have... Brad Filipponi. Brad, where are you from? Boxbrownie.com. Excellent, fantastic. <laughs> and I think there are a couple of other names as well you mentioned you had. Yeah, people call us Brownie Box or, um, yeah, where's the brownies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different company that Brad's been running. So thank you today, Brad, for coming and having a chat with us. So we thought we'd have a talk to you about your, um, your experience within the industry, where you see it now, where you see it going in the future and all that sort of stuff. How does that sound? Sounds great, thank you. Excellent, so tell us a little bit about how you got into the industry. Uh, yeah, well, look, I, I actually did a TAFE course when I finished school uh, yes. under photography. Um, and then I finished that course and got offered a job um, in real estate, actually, selling all the houses pretty much behind us on the beachfront homes, yes. also all the deep waterfront in Minyama, also Malulaba. So from an early age, I, I really knew what the industry needed. Mm. Obviously, they need things back yesterday. And I really had a good idea of what you know marketing was and how to you know sell and market a prestige home, which is yes. what Fox Brand do quite well. Mm. Okay, awesome. fantastic. And out of interest, we are on the beach. You can sort of see in the background a horde of children <laughs> just arrived as we, started, as we push to record. So you, there will be the background noise of um, of kids screaming and having fun, as well as um, a bit of beach. So so yeah. So okay, so you were um, going and taking photography, did you say, for prestige properties and selling prestige properties? Yeah, look, I was working in an office. You know, most things we sold were all around a million up to you know six million dollars. Um, dealt with those sort of clients, and, and you know, working in the industry, you you know, you really realise the nuts and bolts and you know how it all works. Mm. Um, 
as an outsider, you know, you, you may think a real estate agent's job's quite easy, but yes. when you're actually in their day-to-day doing what they do, it's actually a bit different than most people would think. It's not all coffee and, and, and scones, is it? <laughs> yeah, that's right, so. that's right. And um, White Box Brownie, how did, what got you into the concept of, of the business? I love that. Um, so the name Box Brownie is actually the, the nickname for the first camera. Um, made out um first camera you could buy off the shelf i call it a brownie camera yes early days i look i, I thought of this business for, for, for many years before i started it yes. um a real estate photographer you know i actually automated the job without me even realizing it and, and all my heartaches and, and and battles is literally what box brownie is today and i suppose there come there came a time in my life where i needed to outsource my photos um mm. i used to you know take up to nine photo shoots a day okay and then wow. i used to edit all the photos that night for my clients the next day because wow. they expected things back the next day they didn't want to wait um that was the industry standard and there just came a time in my career where i actually couldn't edit all the photos wow. continuously every every day yes went to outsource my photos and found the battle and it wasn't wasn't easy i tried you know so many outsourcing companies um, just had no didn't work <laughs> just didn't work <laughs> how long ago are we talking about again oh I started Box Brand roughly about six and a half years ago okay wow um, I've got like what, what are called wireframes I didn't realise they were back on pencil and pad drawings back in my house still um, yes. which is quite quite remarkable and everything you see today is pretty much my drawings back then it's, wow. it's quite remarkable wow awesome. fantastic so you travel you travel quite extensively yourself and peter what's peter's role in the business peter is our bdm yes uh yeah he really yeah he, he's our everything really <laughs> yeah um, you see him everywhere too he's peter's great right? he's everywhere <laughs> um yeah between him myself and mel my business partner yes. we did roughly i think it was about 15 conferences a month last year wow uh and it was mainly three of us <laughs> traveling those and they were mainly all in the us to give yes. you an idea because yeah. the so, us is a much bigger market for you guys isn't it now Correct. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's roughly, well, they say on paper, you know, close to two million, you know, real estate agents over there or realtors, they may call them. Mm. Um, over here, there's what, close to fifty thousand. So it's really yeah. a numbers game. But yeah. look, it all happened by accident, to be honest. So what, how long ago did you get to? So obviously, you started off here on the beautiful Sunshine Coast. Yes. And then you expanded out throughout Australia. And then when did you move to the American space? It was really lucky, actually. Um, this company called Inman.com did an editorial yeah, yeah, yeah. on us, and we're like, hmm, who's Inman? We better we better research these people. And it turns out they're one of the most well known. Yeah. So we were, we were approached by them. We got speaking to the writer. He's like, I'm not too sure if you guys know about us, but there's a bit of a hype about it over you. Um, they did an editorial on our virtual staging, which we are the market leaders at, which yeah. I'm quite proud to say. Mm. Took us a while to get it right. Um, that's the digital furniture into those vacant rooms. And, and that's really what went viral prior yes. to us being there. There was other companies, but they just didn't do it right. Mm. Um, they, they more use Photoshop and, and a bit of AI, some of the companies, but they just didn't look lifelike. And yes. marketing's all about showing something you know what it's going to look like in, in real life so mm. i think that's what we do so well mm. awesome mm. yeah so out of interest because I, I saw on facebook i saw you post a, a couple of pics you're looking at a couple of ferraris and exotic oh European yeah, yeah there's been a few <laughs> of those so over the years if you were to take all the flights that you've that all of you and the other guys have done would <laughs> oh, you be yeah. looking at a ferrari definitely definitely yeah 100 percent. yeah so maybe one day yeah well that's it that's it but you i guess like for us um, like we, we attend a lot of conferences and we um, like the, the hot seat will go to the place of wherever the person is. So that's meant that we've flown overseas, we've flown to WA, like wherever we have to go. Yeah, and that's the authentic thing about it. Um, and 
I don't know if we could say that we'd be buying a Ferrari. No. With it yet. <laughs> no, I don't Definitely not a Hyundai. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do it at the dealership when I buy mine. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's <laughs> see if I can do two for the price of one. <laughs> so moving into um, moving into the industry, and I, I, I think maybe if we have a look at um, Australia and maybe with some stuff from the overseas overseas market as well that you can mm. relate to, what do you see as being the, the biggest challenge in the industry at the moment? I think just good marketing. Um, we still travel a lot. I, mu- I must say, I'm very proud to say Australia does the best marketing in the world. That's awesome. just uh, that's, that's coming from me, but I could be biased. But look, you know, we've, we travel to the UK, Brazil, Chile, uh, you know, America. It goes on. France, because we're in France just well, recently. That's we went right. to France recently as well. Um, we had a guest speaking uh, spot there, I believe. But you know, we, we just travel to conferences. You know, we're, we're lucky to have a global brand. Everybody lives underneath the roof, so we can help people market that. So. Mm. I just think Australians, look, we're really setting the standard. You know, we're, you know, 360, you know, like things like Matterport, Matterport that's a standard yeah. thing here. Floor plans are standard, good copywriting standard, good photos with blue skies standard. Like, you'd be surprised, um, even what you see behind us. I know on this video, behind me actually looks like a white haze. Yes. Um, and that's how most of the, most of the uh, marketing looks like overseas, to be honest. Okay. You, you, you might have a house on the beach like we are here, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, in Australia, you see that beautiful view, it's called HDR bracket of photography. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't do it globally. So that's yes. where we're gonna come in, stand their foot on the ground and show that this is standard, like mm-hmm. blue sky standard. Like if, it, if you can see it, it should be standard. And yes. yeah, I'd love to give you some before and after to throw into this to show what yeah, the difference that, what the yeah, difference yeah, that we does make. Yeah, we'll make sure we show that. Um, so that's that's overseas. What about in Australia? What do you what could you see the main challenge in Australia for agents being at the moment? I think I think with Australians, don't get lazy, don't get stuck in your ways. Um, automation's coming, yes. um, whether you like it or not. Yes. Um, I just think a lot of Australian agents they get very comfortable. That's all. That's mm. all I really comment. Look, you've got to be you've got to get comfortable with change. Yes. Um, you've got to try new software out there. There's lots. There's lots there's out. So there's much so coming. much coming out. Yes. Mm. Check out. Check what's happening. I think go to conferences. Learn as much as you can. Um, yeah, just 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 be aware. But that go with the mindset of, hey, I'm going to learn something, and I'm yeah. going to implement it back in my business. Not just go listen to inspirational talks and move yes. on. And, and, Have the mindset of, hey, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it tomorrow. I hundred percent, and I think. You know, once again, it might sound a bit cliche, but go visit those vendors at those at those conferences. You know why? Because they're spending thousands to get there, even yes. traveling halfway around the world to get there. And there's a good chance they got something that's going to make you money, and you don't even realize it until you until you talk to them. Because yeah. we do a lot of conferences, and we watch people they don't come anywhere near no. near near the tables a lot. And you think it's really your loss. Yeah, yeah. So so moving on from that, then, um, what do you see as being um, the biggest change or disruptor coming? Do you think it's uh, do you think it's automation and artificial intelligence, or do you think there's something else? Oh, it's re- really hard. I think I think those two are definitely coming. Um, depends how quick that journey is here. Yes. There's lot. There's just so much software out there. I think, um, uh, particularly in the US, mm. I, I can see from everything I'm hearing, there's a lot of new innovation in the US that hasn't hit Australia yet. Is that correct? I mean, you guys uh, are seeing it face. Yes and no. I think they top. just they just do real estate differently over there. Um, yeah, a lot of products are global, then a lot aren't. They're they're more Per states over there in the US, so um, it's just it's just good good to look around and shop around. Yes, yeah, okay. I and I think the it's it's really interesting because I see things like automation and us, you know, in a in a um, outsourcing business, uh, and we've had a few people come to us and say, Are "You worried about automation and what it's going to do?" But the uh, I, I think just like 
real estate agents and property managers, the human element is so important. Yes. Yeah. And um, you know, outsourcing, it's it's people doing only gets you so far, I That's think, right. isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So for us, um, I can see I can see huge opportunities in outsourcing for automation and for artificial intelligence to be able to improve what the guys are doing, so they can focus more on supporting admin tasks that you, yeah, that, are, that you really need a brain. And I think automation is exactly what you do, and that's outsourcing. You know, outsourcing all the stuff that should be automated, get that happening, and. I suppose those those important face-to-face tasks is what you should be doing every day. Yes. Um, anything you can outsource is always a great idea because it saves you time to do what makes you money more. And that's usually if you're in real estate, talking face-to-face with people and just getting on your phone. Building mm. those relationships. 100%. Yes. <laughs> that word, that relationship. So from, from, your, uh, from your travels around the world, what would you say right now would be one of the best ways for somebody to differentiate themselves in the industry? Really depends what region you're in. Yeah, I was going to say we're in Australia, in the US. We'll yeah, let's say in Australia. Australia. Let's say in Australia. I think just just do all the right, just do all the just do all the simple things right. Um, yep. You know, make sure you do your follow ups. Um, look, I, I think Australia's really onto it. Follow the Australian uh, pyramid, I guess you say, and, and look, every everyone's doing it right. But if you, I'd say if you're in America. You really want this exterior detail present in your shots. To give you an idea, I was in Palm Springs last year mm. uh, at a conference called Nagelret. Would you like to know what Nagelret means? Yeah, definitely. I'm not sure. Should I? <laughs> okay, Excellent. okay. So I went to Palm Springs. Really Nagelret means National Gay and Lesbian Association of Realtors, believe oh. it or not. Actually, I okay. said it on Facebook somewhere. It was yeah. great. Okay. had a good time, good party. But I spoke to one of the gentlemen there and I said, look, I've seen the outside shots of this property. I've seen the beautiful shots inside. Mm. We're looking at this through his window. I said, why is the window like a bright haze behind me? Once again, talking about that. I said, isn't there beautiful mountains out here? He's like, yes, yes, there is. Why Mm. can't you see them? And he's like, oh, my photographer said that can't be done. The lighting wasn't right. Ta-da, ta-da, ta-da. I said, to be honest, your photographer's lying. Yes. And it can be done. He just hasn't shot and edited it correctly. And you know, that mountain, that's that million, two million, three million dollar view. <laughs> and they're just like away. this ocean yeah. here. It's not yeah. present and that needs to be seen. So that happens in both Chile, Brazil, UK, everywhere I've been, that's been an issue. So mm-hmm. I think that itself, and you know, at Box Brand, it only costs a dollar sixty or two dollars Australian per image to get that back if it's yes. shot right. So I just think a three million dollar property. It comes yeah, back to doing right. the simple things <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and did you, did you call it HDR? It's called HDR or bracketed photography. So what does that mean? It pretty much means that we take different uh, exposed photos, mm-hmm. dark to light, and we kind of merge them all together. Okay. Uh, and then what we do is we select around the image and we rub out and we add in things we need from the other photos and that's how we get that beautiful consistent mm. image as the, the eye depth, sees. Having the depth, yeah. Yeah. So I notice, I notice um, smartphones, you see they have an HDR mode. Does that do the same thing or not, not really? Not, not quite. Uh, it, it, look, it, look it's, it's almost like an automatic HDR set, setting. Yes, it does do it remotely, but you couldn't shoot a room with it. You yeah. need a tripod and it, you need a lot more data info for that to happen. One day you will. I promise mm. it'll be just. I think smartphones in the next few years, everyone will be using those almost to shoot property. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do a lot of people use smartphones already to shoot property? We've done blogs um, and we have them all online. I think I've done a recent, we did a commercial shoot here in Kanda Park, which is about 15 minutes drive. It was a $4.2 million commercial property. We shot it on my smartphone with a wide angle lens attachment, which wow. I can recommend to all the listeners out there. Um, and the results were fantastic. You yeah. would Excellent. not be we'll complaining. We'll have to get them all off you and we'll add it into the notes. Shadows okay. and yeah, yeah, we've got some great blogs on HDR as well if anyone's interested. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. So 
What are the, do you have any other special advice you give real estate agents and people in the property management industry right now? I think just just be awake. I think, you know, know that there is a tsunami coming, whether you know it or not. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'm going to call that a tech tsunami because that's really what's happening. Um, gone are the days where the old real estate agent drove a client around in his car and got, got all the old photos out of the property. You know, the buyer knows just as much now on their phone than anything else. Mm. So I just think... Just be aware there's lots of cool tech and software out there to make your life easier. And if you're not using it, I bet your competitor is. Yeah. And there was a, uh, it's really interesting. We're talking to um, Hallie and Brennan Hill. So they have a, a couple of Raywide agencies. Okay. We're talking to them last week by the time you see this, the episode's already <laughs> out. And we asked them how long is the, how long uh, is the maximum amount of time if you have an inquiry or if you have a landlord contact you before you respond to them? They said instantaneous. And the, but with that in mind, they have a maximum four hour, a four hour time limit. And I, I started talking to them about it and I said, what does that mean? Does that mean that someone has to call them within four hours? It's not just that, it's some sort of response. And they're using tech in their business right now to be able to respond to a person. So if there's a, um, if there's a tenant that's having an issue at 10 o'clock at night with a hot water system, there's a mechanism that they can use that can trigger a response from somebody dependent on the, the level of importance and they have that going through their entire business for their for the landlords they for um, sales and over the morning. Yeah. yeah and the, the, the funny thing for them as well piece of mind for the client surely and the, the funny thing for them as well is like you know you talk about where you get business from they uh, like they spoke about realestate.com.au etc 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 um, Brennan was saying he gets a lot of his leads from Instagram. Yeah, right. So he actually has he has people that follow him. So he'll put his Instagram account out there on you know on his Ray White platform that he has, and people can see it, and they can see what he's doing, and they they're contacting him because they say we we feel like we have an affinity towards you because we see that you walk your dogs in the afternoon, we see that you go to the gym every morning, we see that you're you know doing something this. common, I guess, isn't it? And yeah. I think it almost like. It's almost like same thing. People see me in the videos and they see me in America and they're like, oh, they feel like they already know you straight away. <laughs> yes. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty much like the videos. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a, I think if anything, it's creating that lifestyle. Um, and when you say lifestyle, that doesn't mean that you're creating a, folk, a, a fake, fake persona no, you of yourself. you're going to be genuine. Yeah, and being, yeah. Um, being that person, like first time I met you and to the person <laughs> I met now, you're exactly the same. This, I mean, this is all congruency, yeah. Yeah, so I think, um, I think well, if you... It goes back to saying about, you know, real estate's a relationships game. So people are following you. They're like, hey, he's just like me. He's a real person and that's yes. what people want to Oh my God, there's normal people out there. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's as crazy as me, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I think that's, that's super important as well. If you're in the business, you need to understand that it is... It's not a 24-7, but it is a lifestyle that you're engaging in. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and ask you the, the 60-second hot seat questions. Look out. Uh, and we'll see, we've only ever had one person cry and that was Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Damien. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we'll take a quick, a quick break and we'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to the Hot Seat Powered by Affordable Staff. We have Ever here and Brad. Welcome back again, Brad. Thank you. We'll just turn up the lights and turn up the heat, and then we're going to go through now and ask you the hot seat. I don't know. I don't think it's wrong. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's right. It's one of my cool dad jokes. So, um, we're going to go through and I'm going to ask you each one of these questions and just say the first thing that comes into your mind. If you can't think of an answer, uh, so then say pass. say pass. And then we'll come back to it over and over. And no, well, okay. <laughs> let's go. sounds good. We'll make you cry too. Sounds no. great. Okay, let's go. Your number one bucket list item. Ooh. Let's say Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Mm. What's that? Isn't that? Um, I think it's. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a place in Peru, um, like like hiking. 
Mm. Okay. Mm. photos. Strangest thing you've ever eaten. That I'm not too adventurous when it comes to food, um, but I did eat ox tongue when I was in uh, Japan. Yep. Um, it was pretty much raw yeah. in front of like Japanese CEOs. I swallowed it down, <laughs> but I spewed it up that night. And <laughs> he was uh, patting me on the back, going, "You're going to be okay, Brad. You're going to be okay." So no, he was he was a, he was a great guy. Mm. Lots of laughs. I don't Strange. like the whole ox tongue thing, but raw. Yeah, That's and taking it to the next level. You had to say, you couldn't say no. No, of course Chicken's not. Chicken's feet. I, not. I mean, I've spoken about it a few times. It's disgusting. <laughs> really disgusting. It's still Some people love it, though. Yeah. Mm. Uh, strangest place you've ever visited? Oh. I'm not too... I'm adventurous, but I'm not. Um, I'm just going to say Sao Paulo because it was a crazy town yeah. uh, in Brazil. Okay. I'm lucky enough to go to work. Describe yourself in three words. <laughs> crazy, fun, outgoing. How do you spend the first three hours of your day? I get up at four o'clock every morning. Uh, I'm at my kickboxing gym at 4.30 and I'm there for literally two hours training every morning. Really? Fight training, yeah, yeah. Wow, where are you going? Don't I don't, get into I don't want to. I don't want to offend you in any <laughs> no, way. You can, no, you can't offend me. <laughs> Favourite drink? Uh, usually beer. Yes. Um, but I'm off that at the moment and water. Water's okay. great. Excellent. Something interesting nobody knows about you. You already said the kickboxing thing, so. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I love going fast, whether it's driving fast cars. I've got a fast car and a chopper motorcycle. I'd love to do that in my spare time and go camping with my family. Would you prefer to be invisible or be able to fly? Could I take half and half on that one? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> let's go fly. Okay. Nothing to hide. Excellent. A mistake that ended up being a success. Pardon me? A mistake that was a success. Ah. So I'm not really good at this, am I? No, it's fine. It's, it's just, <laughs> is it clean? Keep I suppose I've spinning around is never giving up. That's that's what's got me to where I am today. Yes. What's your biggest non-negotiable? Um, respect. Because once you lose it, it's like like last. You can't glue it back together. Mm. Morning or night? Morning. Morning. Morning for sure. Weapon of choice. Um. It doesn't have to be a sword or a physical weapon. It can be my camera. Hey, see, that's what I would have said. You can get a with that. That's right. <laughs> Biggest fear? Uh, probably a shark attack. Mm. If you, you live on the beach. I yes. know, I don't really go out there that often. Okay. I do swim, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? Good question. Uh, <laughs> I, told, I told myself that when I gave up photography, I'm doing box branding now, so that's all that... That's all I've got. Excellent. University or School of Hard Knocks? School of Hard Knocks for sure. What advice would you give to a 18-year-old you? Look, you've got to start at the bottom. Um, yes. That's how I was always brought up. Nothing's ever given to you in life. You've got to go earn it. That's pretty much it. Mm. I remember when we had a restaurant years ago, everyone thought it was fantastic, except at 5.30 in the morning when you're mopping the toilets. <laughs> I never thought it was fantastic, just no, putting it right. out there. <laughs> never. Fridays or Mondays? Mondays always. Oh, look, I, I, I like both. I love going to work on a Monday, but I love a Friday as well. Mm. That Friday feeling you can't beat. One item you could never live without? <sighs> I'm going to say, <laughs> no, I'm going to say my, my three-year-old son. Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's a good answer. Where's the dog? Yes. <laughs> you cats or dogs? Still there. Ah, <laughs> uh, dogs at the moment, but I'm a cat guy too. How many keys do you have on your key ring? That's the last question. Ooh. I'm going to say seven. Are you going to count me on that? No. Yeah, can you, where is your camp? <laughs> That's it. It's, um, it's an interesting question because... Uh, oh, I don't have my... 
I don't carry keys. Okay. Yeah. In the country, if you ever come to the country and find out where we live, you can steal our car because we actually leave our keys in the car. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you very much. You did very, very well in the hot seat. Thank you for having us. Now we're at the last stage where you basically get to give us a shameless plug of what you have going in your business right now. Oh, that's easy. Look, um, if you're after better marketing uh, and better photos, go to boxbrandy.com. And speaking of photos, we can even take those photos for you with photo shoots price from $69. We've created the Uber of real estate photography and it's coming to a suburb near you. Boxbrownie.com for further information. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drop the mic. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> you do that. Um. And it's really exciting actually just going on to that, uh, the Uber of photography. Look. That's brilliant. I, I think what we're doing is, is super exciting just because, hey, I started it and mm. I thought one day it's going to get me off taking photos, which it has. I never in my wildest dreams thought we'd have photographers running around Australia-wide and we're going to take it internationally as well because we're in 75 countries as of today. Mm. Um, so, so let me just get this right. So the Uber photography is you have a photographer that comes out to the site, the photographer goes away, then your team edits the photos for them and within the space of how long do you have a awesome edited photo? So you'll have your photos back from 24 hours from the time of booking. Yes. Mm. We could, even though it's a bit late now, see let's say you, you can book a photographer same day, four hours in advance if you need to, if you're quite urgent, and then you'll have them back the next day edited. If you're not happy, free changes until you're happy. Of course we can modify the photo by removing clutter, uh, by adding furniture, etc. It's really just a push-button system. It's, it's quite incredible. Mm. You pick from our calendar times. You pick when you want it. You're not going off photographer's discretion when they can or cannot get there. So to find out more information, again, you go to... Boxbrownie.com. <laughs> or .com.au as well. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much, Brad. Really appreciate you being on the Thank show. Thank you for coming down to see us. Yes. Is it beer time yet? It, it is. is beer time. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk soon again on Hot Seat. Thank you for listening to this episode with Brad. And before you go, I'd ask if you've enjoyed this episode that you subscribe to our podcast, which you can find if you search for The Hot Seat wherever you listen to podcasts, especially on Spotify and Apple. I also wanted to remind you that The Hot Seat is powered by affordable staff. And if I am 100% honest, we could not put The Hot Seat together without outsourcing components of it. There's a lot of background work that goes into the creating of a podcast and we couldn't do it without outsourcing it to our overseas team. I record the content, I send it offshore where they handle the video, the audio edits, the website, the podcast distribution, the marketing, so, so much more. So thank you to our team in the Philippines. Okay, that's it. Thank you again for all of your support for the last... 14 episodes as well, or 15 episodes, as well as your support for the previous season of The Hot Seat. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.